Hello and welcome to the Southwest Non-League Show with me, Kieran. So the league season is finally closing in on us and the final pre-season is being played and the final licks of paint being applied to grounds up and down the region in preparation for the big kickoff. So welcome to the pre-season previews and in each episode I'll be doing a different league for you. So this is going to be spread across a couple of different episodes just to get the most out of each one and so you're not sat there for too long listening. So coming up in this week's episode is the Hellenic Leagues and the Western Leagues. Hello and a very warm welcome to you all to the first preview of the season ahead. So as I said, we are doing the Western and Hellenic Leagues in this episode. Uh, But first things first, before we get into the episode, um, I want to share, I did a poll last week um, on what your favourite types of goal were. Um, So just a little bit of fun, you know, to see what people came back with. with. Um, So the favourite type of goal, uh, the options were headers, long-range screamers, tap-ins or overhead kick kick type flare type things cocky things um the the overwhelming winner was long range screamer just behind it which i was surprised that was a header um west country football at west country football on fb on twitter um said that and i agree with this the silence between the ball making contact with the boot and hitting the back of the net now I love that 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 sound of the, the uh, guy hitting the, hitting it off his boot, and then the sound of the, uh, the sound of the net going at any time is brilliant. But you normally can hear it from long stream because everyone's gone silent. Like no, he's not done that, has he? He's tried it. He's got it in. And I think the silence is only second best thing to your baby sleeping at night. Um, and the, the sound of the hiss in the net is probably the next best thing from hearing your baby cry. Maybe even better. Who knows? Um, hearing your baby cry for the first time, not every time, because that gets a bit draining. And then, then you sort of enjoy the silence more after that first time. Um, so we're going to preview the leagues in this one. Um and do a little bit while I've also got to say while I do hope no club is offended um, I've got to try and put people somewhere it's the name of the game here um, obviously and I will of course still be visiting you as many of you as I can in both the Hellenic and Western Leagues and giving teams all further coverage and support um, this is tough though this is a lot tougher than I thought it was going to be right a pre-season preview they say it's, it's, um, it's genuinely not as easy as it looks I'm also going to try and do this podcast in one take because I've been writing this this script or not script but writing my notes and writing my research and researching the leagues and doing lots of bits and bobs on this since last Monday so a lot of planning has gone into this episode, um, and I do hope you enjoy it. So let's talk a bit about the leagues. Um, both the Hellenic and Western leagues operate leagues at steps five and six mainly, um, which if you're promoted from the Premier Division of either of these ones, you go to steps four, um, which in most cases would be the Southern, uh, for our Southwest teams, would be the Southern League, um, Division One, or an extreme case, the Ithman League, or in a real extreme case, I suppose, but not impossible, the Northern Leagues, because um, you never know of these FA selectors these days. Um, but no, the Southern League Division 1 would be the likely destination for most teams winning the Premier Divisions um, out of this one. Um, teams from both uh, teams from both leagues can enter the FA Cup and uh, well, are subject to acceptance, of course, like normal. Um, they can also enter the FA Vase. Um, the leagues also run their own cup competitions, but we'll go into that when talking about each league um, in a little bit more detail. Um, not great though, because we're not about cups. We'll do cup previews as and when they come. <laughs> so promotion this season. Well, they like to make it easy, don't they? Um, in Division One, the top four clubs will be promoted to Step Five. In this is for both leagues as well. So in Division One, in both leagues, the top four clubs will be promoted to Step Five, subject to ground regulations and whatnot. And the bottom two are liable to relegation to Step Seven. Step Seven. So not guaranteed, but it could happen depending on what teams come up and whatnot. 
Um, so that's the same for both leagues. Um, that sounds simple enough, right? If I have my understanding of it, then yeah, brilliant. It sounds really simple. Um, so here we go. Here's the, the slightly more complicated bit. Um, thanks, FA. Um, so this season, so this is for the Premier Division in each one. The champions will be promoted to step four like normal. Subject to the ground clearance and all that, and that the small print won't go to that. Um, but the runners-up in each division and 10 other step five divisions in other leagues will be ranked according to points per game. And the top four in that ranking will also be promoted. The remaining seven runners-up will compete in winner-takes-all playoffs with seven clubs finishing bottom in the Step 4 leagues. The winners being placed at Step 4 and the losers being placed at Step 5 for 2020-21 season, so for next season. The bottom clubs in all 14 Step 5 divisions will be ranked according to points per game and the 12 lowest-ranked clubs will be relegated to Step 6. Yeah, so, and then in, in Division 1, this is the official FA, but in Division 1, top four clubs will promote to Step 5, and then the bottom two are liable to relegate to Step 7. So, basically, yeah, that's it. that's going to be the same for both leagues. Um, and we'll probably go into that more towards the end of the season. Um, but let's maybe talk about the leagues now separately, um, as they're both charming and both very different and very unique. So, the first one we're going to talk about is the Hellenic League. So... Let's start with this. Um, so the Hellenic League was founded in 1953. It contains three divisions filled with teams from Berkshire, Gloucestershire, Oxfordshire, Southern Buckinghamshire, Southern Herefordshire, Northern Wiltshire, and there is one team each from Hampshire and Northamptonshire. The league is currently sponsored by UHL Sports. So all of the selections of teams uh, moved laterally by the FA in recent years have raised some eyebrows in these divisions due to their location, other teams being located nearby by, say, in the other system. But let's not get into that, eh? Um, so the divisions, uh, and I should say, it's, yeah, isn't the league that decides it is the FA. I'm not having a look at the league. That was just, yeah, Almondsbury will understand. Um, so the divisions are the Premier Division and two regional first divisions, the East and the one we'll be focusing on, of course, at the two of the West. They do also have Division 2 West, 2 South and 2 North at Step 7. Um, looking at 2 West, it's mainly filled or is filled with development teams this year. Um, so, And as I said, we're not really going down to the Step 7. Um, so, And they, they do run Vets Leagues as well. Um, so yeah, they run vets leagues as well. In the leagues, we'll be covering the in the leagues we'll be covering mainly. They contain nineteen in the Premier Division, sixteen in the Division One West, and eighteen in the East. But we're not we're not really talking about them because they're they're not in our region. So go away. Um, so the current holders for each leagues are as we're talking about them. Premier is Wantage Town. In the Division One West is Eastington Sports, and in the Division One East, why not? Is Burnham? No, not that one. These are ones from Buckinghamshire area, not on sea. They haven't got any sea near them. So the cup competitions, um, and there's a few that the Hellenic League, oh, far great, oh, nearly swear, sorry, the Hellenic League run, and they are the Challenge Cup, the Supplementary Cup, Floodlit Challenge Cup, Premier Division Benevolent Challenge Cup, Division One Benevolent Challenge Cup. Um, that's that. Okay, so in the Premier Division, the representatives from the South West are Fairford, Royal Wotton Bassett, Long Elevens, Shrivenham, Tuffley Rovers, Bishop's Cleeve, Lydney Town and Briscombe Thrupp. And now I'm going to repeat all those where they finished last season. So in the Premier Division, from the bottom 
up. Tuffley Rovers finished 16th. Long 11s finished 15th. Fairford finished 13th. Lindney Town finished 11th. Royal Wootton Bassett finished 10th. Shrivenham finished 5th. Bishop's Cleave finished 4th. And Briscombe and Thrupp came runners-up in 2nd. So let's talk about the Premier Division in a bit more detail for the season ahead. So the remaining uh, the changes to the division this year is Burnham joined the league. They were promoted from the Division 1 East, obviously, as they won it. Eastington Sports, who won the Division 1 West. And one that you might not know about is a team called Westfields. They transferred from the Midland League. So the season ahead... The Premier Division has a good amount of Southwest representatives in it, and looking at the league finishes last season, it looks like it could be a very successful one for many of these sides. It is, of course, a very competitive league, with everyone vying for that golden ticket to the Southern League. This year, with the possibility of two going up, most clubs will be going for it and fancy their chances, as it is a unique opportunity for two going up. Promotion to the Southern League or any higher league, of course, can change a lot for a club, and with only the one guaranteed spot, the race for the league title will be hotter than ever. Out of the t- southern teams then, as well as southwestern teams, I think Fairford would improve on their finish last season, albeit by a f- small margin, just a few places. I can't see them on paper fighting for promotion, but I don't think there'll be any, any trouble down the bottom. And while it certainly wasn't the worst season, they'll be hoping for a little bit better this term. I think Royal Wilton Bassett could really be a surprise package this season and could be up there judging by their pre-season, but you can't judge anything off of pre-season. But I do think top half would be a realistic target for Bassett this term and you never know what could happen if you aim for that. Shrivenham will be hoping to emulate last season's top five finish. But I think to repeat that or go for a higher finish, they'll certainly need to tighten it up at the back. With only a plus four goal difference last season and with the most goals conceded and losing the most out of the top eight, I think... The worst case for them, though, they'll finish mid-table, but they also do need to improve their firepower in front of goal. They didn't score particularly loads last season with a leaky defence isn't always great, and they did maybe draw a few too many games. I think at worst they'll finish mid-table, but I think maybe they will be able to get a higher finish if they can tighten up at the back and score a few more goals. Bishops, Cleveland, Briscombe are my favourites for finishing in the top this season, um, as they had great finishes last season, and I think certainly highest out the southern, southwestern teams in the league. I think Bishops, Cleveland will finish highest and could very well end up league champions this season. Lydney Town, I think they'll be in for much of the same this season as they were last season, expecting a comfortable mid-table from showing from them this term again. Tuffley will be hoping for a much improved season, and they won't want, want to get caught in any battle at the bottom. I think they'll survive comfortably again though. Long 11s, much like Tuffley, will be hoping to be, move, be a bit further away from the bottom this time, only a place of separating them last time round, and hoping to move, improve and not get dragged into any possible relegation battle. I think they'll also manage a decent season and will be co- comfortable. I won't be making any predictions, as I'm not too sure on how the other sides will do in the league, as I am not re- haven't really researched them and don't have a lot to do with them. I've not been keeping up with them during pre-season of the other sides sort of, that are coming from the East or that aren't really in the South West region, so it would be a little bit unfair. Mainly on me, because you know it could make me look stupid, as I could be way off because I really don't know what the other teams are up to. So, Saturday the 3rd of August, an opening weekend for the Hellenic League Premier. And here are the fixtures for our southwest sides. So, Ardley United host Bishop's Cleave. Briscombe and Thrupp are hosting Binfield. Fairford Town travel to Burnham, the one in Buckinghamshire, not on sea. Not their official name, by the way. Long 11s also hit the road and they're going to Eastington Sports, last year's Division 1 West champions. Lydney Town also on the road and going to Flackwell Heath. Guess what? Royal Wootton Bassett Town are on the road. They're off to Holmer Green. 
Shrivelham are off to Reading City, so they're on the road as well. And Tuffley Rovers are also on the road, and they're heading to Virginia Water. All games at the moment, as far as I know, are 3 o'clock kickoffs. If there are any changes to that, I will update you in due course. And if you have missed them and have gone too fast, I might go back over them towards the end. So, on to the Division 1 West in the Hellenic League. So, this one is a very tough league to predict every year. It's got a real mix of teams who have either come up from Step 7, teams that have been in the division or actually across in the same step for a number of years, and of course sides coming down from either the Hellenic Premier Division or Wessex Premier Divisions. Sorry, Western, not Wessex. <laughs> Excuse me on that one. Sometimes Wessex, actually. They get moved actually across, whatnot. Anyway... Last season was a very interesting one in this division, so there were some there were some freak score lines, but some very competitive games too. There are also two teams who folded sadly last year down in this division, which is a real shame. Various for both reasons, a lot of financial reasons, obviously why a team fold, and hopefully we won't see more of that this season. So this one becomes even more interesting this season because you add in the four spots this season that are up for promotion, up for grabs for promotion. Sorry, which in this case is twenty five percent of the league. So a lot of clubs will fancy their chance this season. I think we'll see a lot of clubs go at it very early on because it's a great opportunity to go up compared to the usual one spot there is. And also, if possibly two going down, no one wants to be in those spots or down that, that way come the end of the season. So, there are some new boys in the division this term. Shortwood come into the division following relegation from the Western Premier. Morton Rangers were promoted from the Division 2 West. Stonehouse Town also promoted from the Gloucester County League. And Borton were also promoted from the Division 2 West. There are a few transfers as well from lateral divisions across. Wellington, Hereford Lads Club, Morventown and Pegas Hereford, all from the Midlands West Midlands League, joined the Hellenic this year. So that does make for some interesting travelling distance for a lot of sides concerned this season, particularly the South West ones. So our representatives in this division from the South West are Titherington Rocks, Cheltenham Saracens, Shortwood United, Sirencester Town Development, New College, Thornbury Town, Malmesbury Victoria and Newent Town. So, where did they finish last year? So, in this one, we'll go from the bottom up as well. New College finished 12th, rock bottom last year. Titherington finished just above them in 11th. Newent Town finished in 9th. Sirencester Town Development finished in 8th. Malmesbury Victoria finished in 4th. Thornbury Town finished in third and just missing out on the league title, Cheltenham Saracens finished in second. And finishing above all of them, of course, in the Western League Premier Division, they were Shortwood United. So they were relegated from there last year, so they'll be certainly hoping to make the, hit the ground running this year. So let's move on to the sort of season preview. And this league is a very hard one to predict every year, and I don't think this year will be any different. And I think with a lot of clubs going for that top four this year as well, it's going to be very interesting. I think for me, Short would have to be down as favourites for the league title. Used to play in a high division, maybe got a slightly higher budget. I'm not sure on the finances of each club, so I'm not going to go on that. But for me, I think Short would maybe be the favourites for the league title. Malmesbury, Cheltenham and Thornbury will certainly heap the pressure on following good seasons last time round and be certainly hoping to finish at least in the top four again this year to get that promotion to the Hellenic Premier Division. Titherington, they'll be hoping for a much improved showing this season after various difficulties last season. It'll take a lot for them to finish much higher than their 11th place last year, but I think, I think they'll certainly pick up a few more wins this season after only the one last season. New College from Swindon are going to struggle again this season, I think. They'll likely have a much different squad due to the nature of their side, being very young and inexperienced. I think they'll be 
in for much of the same as they were last season, but hopefully they may, they may pick up more than one win this season. And they do face a tough opening day against Malmesbury as well. And I think the nature of new colleges, they'll have some lads that are obviously were in like the first year of college last year and will and won't won't have left and still be able to play for the side this year. They'll have a, a great deal of their squad that may have left college and won't be eligible to play for them this year. Um which maybe is a shame. So there will be some experience in there, but they obviously have quite a lot of new lads and whether how, how they gel. And I think the idea of that squad is more to have it as a first taste of Saturday football. There's a lot of questions raised whether they should really be in that division. Um, maybe they the two if the two West may have been a better option for them, maybe counties, leagues um, and whatnot. But, you know, they may improve. They, they may have um, gone back to the drawing board and they may, and they know and the managers and coaches know what they're going to face this season. So be, they'll be interested to see how they get on but I, I think they're going to be sort of definitely down towards the bottom two unfortunately for them I think the newly promoted sides Stonehouse and Borton sides um, they'll be really excited to make the step up um, but as with any newly promoted side it'll be done by the start they make um, if they can hit the ground running and get some confidence in the ranks they could have a very good seasons um, and use the momentum of promotions last year realistically they'll be looking to finish mid-table and be happy of this they'll just be happy to sort of not be in any contention for relegation um, but they could they, they do feel the, ri- feel the risk from this but I do think they will be safe from the bottom, though. But then again, football is a fickle thing; and it can really, really turn. So let's have a look at the opening weekend fixtures for the Hellenic League Division One West. And there are some cup games on the opening weekend, the Hellenic League uh, Cup competitions, because obviously the few teams that are in the league. Um, but I'm not going to go into those sort of just yet. I'll just literally do league fixtures uh, for Saturday, the third of August. So for Saturday, the third of August, Cheltenham Saracens are hosting Titherington Rocks. Stonehouse Town travel to Clanfield 85 for their first match in the division. Malmesbury Victoria host New College Swindon. New End Town host Hereford Pegas. Shortwood United host Hereford Lads Club. And Wellington host Borton Rovers. So that's the opening fixtures for that weekend. There is a there is one cup fixture, um, the BSCC, and that's Thornbury Town travelling to Adelbury Park. So I'll go into the fixtures across for the Helen- for each division, um, the following week's fixtures, sort of in the review of the opening weekend and stuff like that. Um, but for now, we'll move on to the Tool Station Western League. So the Tool Station Western League is a football league in southwest England, covering Bristol, Cornwall, Devon, Somerset, Western Dorset, parts of Gloucestershire, and Wiltshire. The league's current main main sponsor is Tool Station, so that's why it's known as the Tool Station Western League. The league was founded in 1892, 127 years ago, and promotion in its feeder to the Southern League Division 1 South. Domestic Cups for this one is the Les Phillips Cup. There is only the one League Cup in this uh, league setup. And if you're relegated from this division, you are relegated to either the Dorset Premier League, Gloucestershire County League, Somerset County League, Western uh, sorry Wiltshire League, or if you're a South Western team, the South West Peninsula League, but that you're only relegated from and promoted to the Premier Division. They don't play in Division One. So let's have a look at how let's have a look at the, the how the divisions set up. So the Western League they run two divisions, the Premier and the First Division. The Premier Division is made up of 21 sides, and the First Division is made up of 20 sides. As with the name in the Western League, they are all in the South West, so we're here for all of them in this one. So let's start. 
with the Premier Division. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot what I was going to say. Let's start with the Premier Division. Um, it's a tough, tough division every year, and this year, no doubt, will be the same. As with the Hellenic, we've still only the one guaranteed promotion spot, but second place will be fiercely contested as well because of the chance you may get to go up in the points per game and whatnot. Also, at the other end with the Hellenic, no one wants to possibly face the drop out of the division, so there will be a fierce scrap near the bottom as well. There, are plen- there have been a lot of new faces coming to the clubs, and many adding some great quality. Let's have a look at last year's places to start us off then from the teams that remain from last season. So in this one, because of the way I've got it written down, we'll go from top to bottom. So Plymouth Parkway finished runners-up in second. In third place was Bitten. Fourth place, Bridgewater Town. Fifth place, Westbury United. Sixth place, Clevedon Town. Seventh was Bradford Town. Eighth was Cribs FC. Ninth was Buckland Athletic. Tenth, Chipping Sodbury Town. Eleventh, Shepton Mallet. Twelfth, Hallen. 13th, Bridport, 14th, Cadbury Heath, 15th, Oddown, 16th, Wellington, 17th, Roman Glass St George, and 18th, Brislington. So they're the sides that remain. So the new sides in the division this year. So coming down from the Southern League Division 1 are Street FC. Promoted from the first division were Canesham. And coming from the Southwest Peninsula League are Tavistock and Exmouth. So we've got our teams for this season in the Premier Division of the Western League. So, I think the top three will be made up of Bitten, Bridgewater and Plymouth Parkway. Going out there and saying that'll be the top three. Shoot me if it's not right at the end of the season. I certainly wouldn't write off some of the new boys. Tavistock and Exmouth, who will certainly be hoping to challenge up there. And they'll be carrying momentum from last season as well. And I could expect them to be right up there. Street will also be up there looking to bounce back at the first time of asking but it'll be no easy task in the Western League especially after rebuilding that goes into any side after relegation and sort of the post-mortem of a season trying to work out what was wrong and improve on that but I think they'll have enough about them to finish in a respectable top half finish I certainly wouldn't also write off Westbury, Bradford and Clevedon though for challenging in the top five of the table again and they'll certainly keep the pressure on all the way I'd also like to say the same for Cribs and Buckland, who went who weren't far off the top six last season and will certainly be looking to build on the eighth and ninth finishes respectively. Other teams will be wary of them as they weren't far off the top six last season, but certainly wouldn't expect them to finish any lower than mid table. One or two one or both of them could certainly end up in the top six. All of those sides shouldn't take a top eight finish for granted though and be complacent as there are many teams who'll look to jump into their grave. So some sides I think that could be uh, sort of looking to break into that top half or finish the top end of the bottom half are Odd Down, Hallen, Roman Glass St George and Shepton Mallet. I think they'll challenge to get into the top half but I feel some of them could just be behind the rest but to write any of them off from a top half finish would be foolish at this stage. Hallen weren't far off last year and with the additions they've made they'll certainly be hoping to break into at least the top eight but still just a bit far behind I think getting into those sort of promotion chases. Roman Glass will really want to finish much higher than they did last year, too low for their liking. I think it will take a lot for them to finish in the top half, but the additions made there as well, I think they'll have something about them and shouldn't be underestimated, which may swing in their favour as well due to the, at the start of the season. Due to their lowly finish last year, teams may underestimate them and think they're going to be an easy win or a pushover, and that may help them get off to a good start and build momentum for the rest of the season. The bottom half, though, is so tight and any side could realistically could consume sides if they aren't careful. And that really does go for any side. A couple of bad results and you'll slip down that table like a stripper on a pole on payday. And any of those sides on the cusp of mid-table or hoping to have a much better season could, if they don't get off to a good start or endure a really bad run early on, could easily get dragged into a fight nearer the bottom. 
all need to be complacent in their quest for better finishes. Cadbury and Wellington will look to improve on last season, but, they, but they'll be wary of how different it could be if they have a bad run early on or during mid-season. Which, obviously, you can endure bad runs, but you don't want to have too many, and especially in their position. While I don't think relegation is a serious threat for them, I think it's still in the rearview mirror and should be taken with caution. Another side that should be looking at that will be Chip and Sodbury. They'll obviously be looking to improve this season, but they've had a tough pre-season and a lot of uncertainty, with possibly move, being moved into the Hellenic League, then having that reversed before their managers resigned partway through this month. So it's not been the ideal pre-season for the Sods. I think they'll have to be on top form to improve on their finish last season, but we'll need to be very wary of any further disruption or a bad start, which could see them dragged into a relegation battle. A real danger, but they should have enough about them to be end up comfortable in the league. New boys, Canesham, I think it'll be tough being new boys, but I think they'll have they'll be looking to have a steady season and stay in the division. That'll be their realistic aims this year. I think they'll be fighting it near the bottom this season, though. Bridport and Brislington are tipped by many to go down. They'll, they'll both be hopefully hopeful this isn't the case. Bridport had a respectable finish last year and certainly will be hoping to emulate that this term. I think they'll be in a bit of a dogfight down the bottom. They'll hope they can beat the drop and believe... Thank you. But this season could be a bridge too far for them. Another side that are in danger of the drop are Brislington. They finished just above the drop zone last season and have been around the bottom four for a couple of seasons now. I think they'll have a job on their hand to survive, but they know how to do it. They'll certainly be hoping for the mid-table finish of only three years ago, but it's going to be a tough, tough season for the Foxes. Hopefully, they'll be hopeful that's not the case, though, and I do wish luck to every team in that division. So let's move on to the first division of the Western League. So the Western League have welcomed Armsbury back after their slight exile in the Hellenic League. Despite a team across the road remaining in the Western system, although a league above which does affect things of course, there were other clubs who could have been better placed to be moved across laterally. But of course there's lots more to it and we won't go into that and it's the FA, well what can we say and we don't, who makes these decisions you know. Um, also a new side in the division, uh, Lebec United, they were the lucky side promoted from the Gloucestershire County League and Hengrove were unfortunately the unlucky team to be relegated from the Premier Division. But where did the rest finish though? So Cheddar finished second, Corsham Town finished in third, Ashton and Backwell United finished in fourth, fifth was Longwell Green Sports, sixth was Warminster Town, eighth was Carn Town, ninth was Welton Rovers, tenth was Wells City. 11th was Devizes Town, 12th was Bishops Leard, Sherborne Town finished in 13th, Wincanton in 14th, Radstock Town in 15th, Portershead Town in 16th, Bishops Sutton in 17th, Oldland in 18th, and 20th was Bristol Telephones. So this is going to be a tough, tough division as well this season. With the top four going up, they'll all fancy their chances to get up into the first division. But promotion-wise, I think it'll be between Cheddar, Warminster and Longwell Green for the top three this year. Outside chances for the title are by no means written off Akan, Corsham and Wells. Out of those six, I think two will be disappointed, but I think out of them will also have the top four promoted size. Ashton and Backwell could also be up there. Hengrove, if they can hit the ground running, could be in with a chance, as could Welton, Oldland and Devizes. Radstock could be in for a good season, I think, this season. I think challenging promotion spots may just be out of reach from though this term. I think they'll have a comfortable mid-table season. Wincanton, Bishops Leard and Sherborne will, will have, sort of have mid-table, lower half finishes, but could be wary of a relegation battle. Bishop Sutton and Portishead and Armansbury will be down the lower end of the, the sort of table. 
I think they may be involved in a battle battle of the bottom initially and maybe for most of the season. But I think while they all should beat the bottom drop, any possible they can't afford to be complacent really. But I think they'll all be comfortable and I think it will look like they could possibly get dragged into it and towards the end of the season they'll sort of drag away. Unfortunately, I think Bristol Telephones will end up in the thick of a battle to keep out of the bottom two and with relegation a real threat, they'll have to they'll have an uphill battle. It's by no means a done deal though. Teams could underestimate them, which could play to their advantage, and if they get a good start, who knows what could happen. The first 10 games are vital for them this season. I think the Beck will also be dragged into a battle down the bottom here, and going back down is a serious threat to them. Newly promoted, they need to adjust to the league quickly and hit the ground running. I fear, if not, they could be in for a long season. First five games for them are crucial. So let's have a look at the weekend opening weekend fixtures for both the Western League Premier and the First Division, as I forgot to do it with the uh, Premier uh, initially. So for the Premier Division, Bradford Town will play Canesham Town, Brislington host Bridwater Town, Buckland Athletic host Westbury United, Clevedon Town host Tavistock, Cribs host Chipping Sodbury Town, Exmouth Town host Bridport, Hallen host Bitton, Plymouth Parkway host Cadbury Heath. Roman Glass St George host Odd Down in brackets Bath, in case you needed. Uh, anyway, sorry, and Shepton Manor and Street kickoff in a local derby down there. All those games are three o'clock kickoffs. So in the first division, the opening weekend fixtures for Saturday the 3rd of August are Armonsbury, they'll host Longwell Green Sports. Bishops Sutton host Lebec United. Bristol Telephones host Oddland. Oldland, sorry. Carn Town host Radstock Town. Cheddar host Devizes Town. Corsham Town host Porter's Head Town. Hengrove Athletic host Bishops Leard. Sherborne Town host Wales City. Warminster Town host Welton Rovers. Wincanton Town host Ashton and Backwell United. And you've guessed it, they're all three o'clock kickoffs. Of course, if I hear any different, I will let you know, but I don't think they'll change now, hopefully. And hopefully, the referees have uh, been told what games they're going to now as well. Um, don't know whose fault that is. Not, we're, not, we're not in the blame game here though and um, so that brings us to the end of this um, sort of this first pre-season preview very rough and I hope it's gone okay um, I trip over myself and I've tried to do it all in one take just because the amount of time it's taken me to write up all the preview and it's taken me a lot less time to uh, talk about it um, as always please follow us on Twitter we've got a competition at the moment as well um, and that's the competition is to win a, a big glass so please come and retweet that uh, we've also got a fantasy football league I'll put the details of there on Twitter and Facebook um, and however you're listening please on that platform uh, rate, subscribe leave a review um, and we'll be back next week uh, we'll be back on the 1st of August because I'll have a little short National League preview for the National League North and South and then the following week we'll be going into the sort of Southern League and Southwest Peninsula League previews, FA Cup previews. is It's a busy old week that week. Um, I do have to say a thanks um, to fans of the Tool Station League for retweeting me. Um, everyone go and follow them. For retweeting me and their sort of league predictions with people getting talking um, have, have helped form some of this, this chat for me on the Western League. So that's been really helpful. Um, I hope to see you again for the National League preview. Um, and we'll be reviewing these fixtures next uh, we'll be reviewing these fixtures I'll, I'll record it on Sunday and have it out for you next Monday have a great weekend good luck to all the teams that are opening things and we'll see you on the other side